0: blog talk radio Paul Lawrence Van hosts the Wealthy Speaker Talk Radio Show an exciting and entertaining show listeners, fans and followers are inspired, motivated and discover strategies that assist them in improving their personal and professional life tune in, listen in and phone in with questions encourage your family, friends and colleagues to tune in as well Tune in, listen in and call in with questions at 516-453-9480 and or join Paul and guest experts in the web chat room www.blogtalkradio.com slash Paul Lawrence Vann. We look forward to you joining us for another amazing episode of the Wealthy Speaker Radio Show.
1: And Good day, everyone, and what a beautiful day it is. Summer is starting out just beautifully, and today we have an awesome, awesome guest. His name is Jordan Foley, and before I give you his bio, I just want to introduce him to the show to say hello. Good morning, Jordan. How are you doing today?
2: Good morning, Paul, Van. Very, very excited to be on. It is a very beautiful day here in Annapolis, Maryland, So, so thanks for having me on such a great day, and thanks for giving me the time to speak.
1: Oh, fantastic! And now I'm going to talk about uh, Jordan's bio, and of course, today's episode focuses in on Jordan and how he discusses his program, uh, which is Chow, a new nonprofit startup with his mission to help military members in the culinary field and help them to transition to business ownership. Now, I'm going to give you some snippets of Jordan's background, but it's like I told him a little bit earlier—he could be three or four people that he has accomplished so much in such a short period of time. So first of all, let me let you all know that uh, Jordan uh, Foley is an active uh, Navy personnel. He's with the U.S. Navy. He's a a Navy, U.S. Navy Academy graduate. Uh, He's also uh, focused in on uh, Chinese Mandarin. So he's very astute at that. He's also went through MIT, and they have a political science and technology program that he went through for his master's degree, and he's currently at Georgetown University's Law Center. And what he's doing there is going through the National Security Law School, and he has done just some amazing things. He also participated in the Georgetown Entrepreneurship Challenge for the law school, and Chow came and placed third for what they are doing in a very competitive field. And so it just – all I can say is is that I've never interviewed anyone with such a eclectic background that have achieved so much in such a short period of time. And I'll talk about some of his other background as we go further. So, Jordan, uh, glad to have you here, and uh, thank you for being our guest today. It's an honor to have you. Please share with our listeners what you're currently doing and support of our Grateful Nation and your educational pursuits so people can learn even more about you?
2: <laughs> Absolutely, Paul. And yeah, Eclectic is definitely one way to, to describe my background. And I think with uh, getting into the field of entrepreneurship uh, with CHOW and the nonprofit uh, corporate sector here, like that's that's definitely just adding to, to, to all the different things I have done in my career. Uh, you know, I started out as a, as a Navy submariner and um, decided I really wanted to get into national security and policy discussions and, and the legal side of it. So I transferred over to JAG, and that's what I'm doing now at the Law Center. So I am active duty, uh, but, you know, my affiliation and participation in CHOW doesn't, uh, you know, mean any. There's official DOD support of it. It's, it's completely separate. And um, what I'm doing here in CHOW is the reason I started it, actually, is um, I had a naval kind of classmate. I uh, was class 2012. And um he died by suicide because he tried to be an entrepreneur and it got uh, to the point where he was in, in, in depression and, and he, there wasn't the support structures necessary for him to succeed. So I thought this is the time, now that I'm in law school, uh, to, to really sit back and think about something, how I want to be solution-oriented about this. And I started CHOW uh, initially as an academic pursuit, but we filed our paperwork in January and we got incorporated in the state of Maryland and we're a 501c3. Uh, operating in the culinary industry because I saw a gap in the nonprofit world as far as uh, things helping veterans, and, and one of them is the culinary industry. There's not a lot of things like Chow. Actually, Chow is unique in the fact that we can take a veteran from, uh, you know, active duty member from leading the service, keep startup costs extremely low and provide a support base for them to start uh, as a business owner in the culinary industry, which is highly competitive uh, to begin with, but coming from the service, it's almost nearly impossible to start your own restaurant or, or food trucks in our case uh, program. We're, we're starting, I can talk about more, but this all kind of came from me wanting to be action oriented about a problem. I saw my love of cooking and the culinary industry uh, kind of bridged the gap here. So, Now, for the first time, uh, getting him to to being a CEO and a founder, which is untruthed waters, uh, so to speak, for me. But I'm excited, and I'm excited about what Chow uh, is doing and and can do uh, for better in the future.
1: Well, that that is outstanding. And, of course, I'm going to go back to your friend who who gave this a a try, and he went through the depression and, and everything. And my condolences, of course, to him for that. And then that inspired you to take it one step further. And I think it's just uh, remarkable. And and as I I told people on social media, that you're just a tremendous human being in terms of what you're doing in the outreach and uh, starting CHOW. And, of course, uh, you're sharing that expertise today on this Veterans Transition uh, Company uh, that is CHOW itself. So, Jordan, um, you already know that I'm thrilled about CHOW. And what exactly does CHOW do in support of military veterans transitioning out of the military? And I believe that you work with service members from all different branches, including also the Guard and Reserve?
2: Yeah, that's that's correct, Paul. We, we you know, support all branches of the military. And um, the reason I think CHOW is necessary in the nonprofit space focusing on military veterans is, we understand that the traditions uh, the transition to civilian life's uh, never easy and and even if it's the better just trying to learn to cook at home for the first time or thinking about breaking into the culinary industry uh, we, that's where chow can help so on the nonprofit side of things, we manage online cooking platforms, cooking therapy classes, and cookware donations we think this will help veterans who served most of their young adult life in the service and have yet to really cook a meal for themselves or even grocery shop to kind of help them transition and save money rather than eating out and using all these uh, delivery services. So we're trying to skill build for for veterans, but also um, we want that culinary culinary inclined uh, veteran who's always thought about starting a food truck or a restaurant to think of us right away whenever they're leaving the service. And when you look at the numbers, um, we got about two out of every three veterans have trouble finding a lasting job uh, for their first go after leaving the service with a civilian employer. And a lot of surveys will cite uh, lack of job satisfaction or, or lack of opportunity for growth. And we think that being your own business owner as a franchisee uh, under Chow will be very empowering. Uh, we aren't the typical franchisor in the sense that we – Really, do reinvest in our franchisees in these trucks. We keep the startup costs as low as possible um, to allow these veterans to come off of active service and be able to start in one of our trucks. We provide the training uh, for free in order to get them to where they need to go to be a, a truck operator. And then from there, they're going to learn by doing. And that's where I think we've revolutionized the vocational training industry and the just vocational training in general is we're really teaching them to become a business owner in the culinary industry through operating a truck. And we hope uh, in a few years from our program that they'll essentially graduate from it and then be able to go off on their own. And maybe they start a truck or maybe they start a brick-and-mortar restaurant. But, that's the services we provide, and that's where we're filling some very critical gaps, whether it's just from teaching vets how to cook all the way up to really maybe, maybe retraining the next James Beard Award-winning chef in America. We, we don't know, but we're giving people opportunities to succeed, and we're giving these veterans an opportunity through our food truck training program, uh, which is essentially a food fellowship. Like I mentioned, it's, it's a starter pack of how to run your own business.
1: Great, great, and you're absolutely right. A lot of times, uh, when we're on active duty, uh, we don't learn how to cook. We're eating out, or if you're deploying, it's totally different, and then it's more of a stationary type. Uh, organizations, such as the U.S. Air Force. They're more of a normal lifestyle type, type of branch of a service. But to give them that opportunity to not only learn how to cook, but then to give them the, uh, with the focus on leadership and entrepreneurship and transitioning these veterans, it gives them a really wide view and a great vision for what is possible, which I believe is what Chow is doing. Now, uh, Chow uh, also uh, has some of the other initiatives that support veterans that are associated with your food truck training program. Could you share just a little bit more about that food food truck? I believe you mentioned that uh, the, the veterans who come on board, you teach them how to cook, you teach them leadership, you teach them entrepreneurship, and then they have that truck where they can actually go out and meet face-to-face with people, provide excellent food and um, just making a difference in their life if you can share that food truck training program a bit
2: definitely uh, you know paul the, the the way we designed this was to be very much uh, reflective of how much time it typically uh, a a service member has when when transitioning from the military and also a typical uh, amount of money that um, a veteran will have offhand to to get into something uh, like a franchise or agreement. So what we did is we looked at uh, typical terminal leave timelines are about a month and um, we're trying to limit the cost uh, of starting up a truck to under $5,000. So ideally a veteran could leave the service, go on terminal leave uh, for that month, and complete our month-long training program, uh, which is reflective of, uh, of a Navy qualification system we like to call PQS. Well, it consists of training, uh, knowledge factors, under instructions, and final boards, and we think by reflecting a uh, military-style way of training and qualifying. We're making that transition easier, and we're also teaching them in a way they understand, and we want to do this within a month timeline. It'll be pretty intensive for that month, but uh, by the end, they'll be able to have their own truck and operate under our child system, our menu. We'll provide the branding. We'll provide all the the, um, financial systems, the, the payment systems and things like that, so it's really that starter pack we were talking about. Um, we think that this program is really going to spark interest in the veteran community because you did mention the Air Force and, and, and there's, there's differences between each service. Well, even well, within the Navy, we're, we're sometimes known for our culinary specialists here who, who are really some of the best cooks I've actually ever encountered in my life. I, uh,
1: I was on submarines, like I
2: mentioned earlier, and not. They uh, they make everything fresh down there, even even the buns for your for your burgers. It's just uh, everything is made fresh and they're the greatest bakers. It's hard to stay thin uh, on a deployment, I'll tell you what. But uh, you know those that type of skill level, leaving the, the Navy. Um, one of my senior chiefs, who I really got close to on the submarine, was uh, in the service for 25 years and uh, always dreamed of opening a restaurant. But you know he he had the startup money, he had a pension, but he wasn't about to risk. Uh, you know, his life savings on, on a starting a restaurant, which those typically have a 50% sale rate in the first year. So he, he's working uh, at a shipyard now with a great job. But really what I want to do is help people like that keep the startup costs low and the opportunity for them to make profit high through a program like this.
1: Yeah, that's very true, and, and like you said, a lot of times it's kind of out of reach, but you're giving people that opportunity to not only reach for it, but also to cross that finish line and having their own food truck and art store and restaurant. And as you stated, a restaurant, the fail rate in the first year is about 50%. Now, in terms of the food itself, uh, Jordan and I have already talked about this, but I attended a, a service, inter-service, food competition at bowling air force base and the navy won hands down so i must agree with him that he's absolutely accurate that the navy really knows how to cook that good food and and i know jordan's uh program uh, chow is, is a part of that um wonderful brand uh, that the navy provides with their food so uh he's absolutely correct and i also want to say and, and i let I joy to know that my uncle was a cook in the Navy for 20 years, 22 years. I know the food is great. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Navy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's talk about Chow just a little bit more. And I know uh, I talked about it briefly in terms of the entrepreneurship and developing leaders in the culinary industry. And, of course, depending on what the specialty is for that Navy seaman, Uh, the likelihood is that they may not have had that entrepreneurship and business development. So how does a veteran position him or herself to secure a food truck and ultimately a restaurant if they're moving in that direction?
2: That's a good question, Paul. I mean, uh, right now we're developing this model, uh, like I said, to keep startup costs lower and and training, uh, you know, at a a peak. So I I think – starting off with why a, a veteran should consider this program first and then explaining, like, how they would be able to sure. to, to succeed in this think, would be the best way to kind of convey it. So I think it comes in our innovative food truck model. Um, so starting a food truck on your own is a great opportunity to be your own boss. We, we acknowledge that. But trucks, um, on average, start at, like, brand new ones at 100000 But they'll gross um, mm-hmm. about 200000 a year, maybe monthly profits hitting about 10000 during the peak season. Um, those startup costs, though, are really the hurdle that we talked about. Uh, two thirds of veterans right. live paycheck to paychecks, Or sorry, two thirds of, of active duty members live paycheck to paycheck. So, imagine them to get up that much starting capital to start right from leaving the service. That's just that's just a hurdle. And we're trying to to break that down, break that barrier down. Um, even the fail rates uh, at trucks are pretty high. Where, where one out of every two trucks will fold within the first few years, and it's a highly regulatory environment. Uh, regulations vary from county to county, uh, let alone state to state. So you really do need to be on top of it legally and and, and you need to follow all those guidelines or else you're going to be hit with fines. But, um, you know, like like we said, um, Chow being there to support uh, in the regulatory environment, in the branding and marketing environment, really takes away a lot of that added stress. And uh, Chow can change this model, I think, uh, just from, you know, the going on your own by, uh, developing our vocational training program by taking the positives of running a food truck, so the flexibility and high profit margins, and eliminating the negatives. So worrying about regulations and the marketing and the startup cost headaches, how uh, we handle that uh, by our program, and we provide that safety net for veterans aspiring to break into the culinary industry. So I think that's why our food truck training program is so important, and that's, that's what it accomplishes. We're, we're focused on keeping those startup costs low and as a non nonprofit we use donations and revenue uh, from our trucks to to offset the high startup costs and by chow owning the trucks we're actually able to eliminate a, a big upfront cost for the veterans by leasing them at a very low rate to the vets um, and we also provide quality training uh, for our future food truck owners so so they're given the right certifications and, and they have the right know-how before they, they set out on business and start serving our menu uh, to different people. But I think the mission that we talked about two letters, we're coming from mission-oriented communities. And I think the idea yeah. that chow is more than just a truck, we're a mobile community builder is important. So we're partnering with other uh, mobile food uh uh, companies that go to communities that are underserved. Uh, we go to food deserts where people don't have access to food and serve our menu for free to them, uh, but from a corporate donor. So ideally a, a corporation would donate for that day and we would serve, say, 100 meals uh, to an area in right now the DMV area, but it could be nationwide, and we give back to a community. We talk to people, we listen, and I think that's what's missing in a lot of ways for veterans. That's why two out of every thirty veterans will leave their first job in a couple of years because we don't have that, that mission anymore. It's hard, and I think giving back to the community is very important, and I think that's where challenge is very different, and that's why we're a different type of program, and I think we're filling a very important space in, in the culinary industry and for nonprofits, too.
1: Oh, for sure. And, and again, it's giving the uh, veteran uh, who has given who has so much potential anyway because they 've been highly trained they 're very incentivized and they 're very mission oriented and that really helps out tremendously. I can really see uh, chow also eventually participating in the in the food network and they have a, a a food truck competition as well. I can actually see that and envision, can you vision that as well jordan
2: <laughs> absolutely absolutely i' would love for us to compete and i am um, I love the idea of being a national franchise of food trucks with with regional specialties here and there, giving the veterans the the ability to create and and pass up, and I think being a less rigid franchise model is something we're going to focus on. We want want to be a community. Uh, We want inputs from our franchisees. and we want to, to grow, and I think, uh, you know, like I said, I would love nothing more than to have a, a, a former, an alum of the food truck training program one day open a restaurant that's being written about in a food magazine, and uh, they, they got their start from us because we were able to keep the startup costs low, and they were able to break in, and I think that's, that's where it's important, and, and I think generally food is important. I think we have a lot of um, problems that need to be solved in society. But I think the first step is getting people at the same table, and I think food is yeah. the great unifier. So we're, we have we have a yeah. social mission that we're we're never going to divert from. That's that's why I think we um we're, we're a vital uh we're a vital nonprofit, and I think us to continue to grow will, will help America.
1: Oh, absolutely, and and you brought up some very great points in terms of that community base. Because again. Uh, communities uh, oftentimes are based on families, and, and that's the strength, in my opinion, the strength of America are families in and of themselves, and food is the great equalizer when you can get people to sit down at a table and talk about things. Uh, oftentimes we try to steer away from religion. We steer away from politics. But food in and of itself is the great equalizer because people love good food and give them an opportunity to... Uh, converse and, and talk about things, uh, positive things, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, one of the things that we've all been impacted by, Jordan, and we've all been impacted by COVID-19, and, of course, a lot of companies have really have to kind of push back in many ways to close, shutter the business for a while, make sure everyone is healthy and safe. But how does this work? with the food, the culinary industry, because I know it's impacted as well, Uh, whereas people are not eating in restaurants as much anymore. But the food truck is the perfect venue for getting a great meal at a restaurant quality. So could you share a little bit more about that, how COVID-19 may have had just an atmosphere shifting to a certain extent, but food trucks are just the ideal uh, business for people who are looking to get a great meal without having to sit in a restaurant?
2: Definitely, Paul. Yeah, you, you definitely hit the nail on the head there. Is we we're able to provide hot, delicious, high-quality meals um, in areas that restaurants can't reach uh, with a delivery service in time, and I, I think that's important. I think that's where our community building comes in. I think being able to, to offer, uh, you know, just a nice hot meal to somebody that's at a restaurant quality. At a good price too is important. I think going to restaurants. I don't. I think nowadays with how pervasive uh, restaurants are and how pervasive delivery services are, we kind of think it almost as a as a nightly occurrence. But um, I, I remember, you know, growing up going to a restaurant was definitely. It was a fun time. It was it was a good night. It, it was something different mm-hmm. and fun. And um, I think providing that to to everybody is important, and um, especially you know kids who don't get the opportunity to to get these types of experiences. I think going to those communities is important to get them interested in different foods, get them eating healthier uh, foods too. And, um, you know, with with COVID-19 I've talked to a lot of veteran business owners in the culinary industry and we've adapted, uh, you know, from the veteran side and also the culinary businesses, the restaurants have have adapted and they've thought of models to keep people safe, but also making profit. And I, I really like, uh, what I see there, but talking to the veteran to the business owners, it was just, hey, you know, status quo. That's what we do. That's what we do in the military. When something comes at you, you think of the solution. We're just solution oriented, and I think, I um, think food trucks, um, you know, with with how we provide, uh, you know, the restaurant anywhere, we bring the restaurant to you, so to speak. And I, I think that's uh, really gonna going to be a big thing uh for for us in the future with chow and i think just generally um restaurants are starting to see that these delivery services and these pickups are, are another way uh, to make money and to bring the restaurant experience home and i i um I, chow's dedicated to keeping people safe during covid too we have contactless ordering and contactless payment uh and we're going to be having an event here on July 4th in Annapolis that, that I'll talk more about later. But um, we're making sure people are safe, too. And I think that's, that's what's really important is, is this is a hard on everybody mentally. This, this entire year has been tough. And I think providing somebody a nice meal and keeping them safe is one way to boost morale. And you, you and I both know uh, from a leadership perspective, keeping morale high, no matter what you can do, is always important because it's, it's important to the mission.
1: Without a doubt, and I think you brought up a really great point. And that uh, when we look at uh, there are a lot of carry out the first responders, the, the doctors, the nurses, the hospitals, the uh, police everyone can appreciate a great meal after such a long, long day. And with COVID 19, it re- really created a lot, a lot of pressure and anxiety on people. But food again comes in to make the difference. And I know that uh, annapolis maryland is a really wonderful area i visit it very often and uh, one of the things that you have coming up uh this uh, weekend with the fourth of july so where does where does Chow go from here jordan and let's talk about your program that's coming up uh your event that's coming up on uh, july 4th let's talk about that as well
2: Absolutely. Um, yeah, th- thanks, Paul, for, for bringing that up, too, and uh, we're excited about it. And just a note on, on the morale of a, of a hot meal coming back out when I was in, in Nuclear Power School training uh, for submarining, The base, uh, the training facility, the reactors are about uh, 10 miles away from the nearest civilian road, and every couple of weeks we'd have a food truck come and serve us filled with cheesesteaks, and you would have thought that was Christmas Day. It was just the oh, biggest yeah. difference in the happy company, had. So that just, it just those uh-huh. little things awesome. that people can realize and appreciate. But um. Yes, sir. I mean, well, we have a we have a really awesome event here planned with uh, Great Frogs Winery on uh, July 4th from 6 to 9 p.m. Great Frogs is in, is in Annapolis, Maryland, and um, you can look them look them up online. But we're going to be serving uh, our taco menu, which you can take a look at. It's uh, our website is www.letschow.org and just click the menu tab. But uh, we're going to be having uh, tacos and, and some street corn and uh, serving some, some beverages too. And the winery is going to be serving uh, their great local wines and uh, all the proceeds are going to go to veterans that day. And we're going to celebrate uh, you know, Independence Day and we're going to celebrate America's yeah. veterans by eating some good food, drinking some wine, and just talking and hanging with each other, but also you know, being socially distanced safe and following all CDC and Maryland guidelines. But um, it's a chance to, to really bring community together and uh, I encourage anybody in the Apple area to give it a thought. Um, Just take, take a look at letschild.org for more info under menu. Um, But also, um, you know, we're, we are growing. Uh, We are a nonprofit and we um, love, you know, people when they follow us on social media, all our links are online and please follow us. And uh, we have a donate tab too. And, Right now, um, $10 can get, uh, get a veteran two tacos at the event on July 4th. So if you're, if you're able in a position to donate and you want to donate $10, please log on to our website and donate $10 for a free meal for a vet. Um, but also, um, uh, $100 can uh, get a veteran set of cookware that we can coordinate that donation for. And, um, $1,000 is going to cover our overhead, uh, for the, for the, for the event and, uh, If you're a corporation or you're in a position, uh, $10,000 will get us to what we've been working for, uh, our first food truck, which uh, we're pretty close to. But we're looking to do events like this on our mobile tailgate grill until we can buy our first truck. And then uh, from there, uh, we're going to do a phased approach. We're going to start with a truck. and partner with a couple, uh, local, uh, social enterprises that provide meals, uh, for people in inner city Baltimore and DC and, uh, make sure this is a proof of concept and a menu that can work on a large scale. And then we're going to move to, um, getting a fleet of trucks that will be staffed and operated by veterans as franchisees in, in the DMV area. But then we want to move nationally at some point And we want yeah. to be able to, no matter where the veteran is, supply them with a truck, the knowledge of their area and how to operate a truck in whatever city they want. And that's just all of that. Uh, it can't be done without donations. And we uh, encourage people who are in a position to donate, to, to donate to our nonprofit because um, our growth depends on you, and then these veterans. Uh, their opportunities um, depend uh, on, on people who are, are generous and willing. But uh, we'd really love to see anybody who's looking for July Fourth plans at the Great Frogs Winery uh, from six to nine p.m. Because we'd like to meet you, and we'd like to serve you some of our uh, some of our great tacos that are that are just uh, continually evolving on our menu. So I like to I like to like think that yeah, people people enjoy this this type of street food, and we're, we love serving it. And we have a family uh tortilla recipe that uh, really is, is the foundation of our of our menu but um it's, it's more about getting together and more about just seeing people again and um uh, being together so uh yeah. thanks for you know having me on the show here with, with all this and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing where child goes but um you know, it's it's a grind, and I think people realize realize that whenever you're you're starting something like this, it's it's working all the time. And um, you know, thanks to my family for for putting up with my long nights and long days, but uh, this has all been worth it, and it's it's all for for America's veterans, which you know, I'm 100 percent for, and always going to give them the opportunities they need to succeed.
1: Absolutely, and and that's really one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you because I I truly believe, just like you do, that we have to do a lot more for our veterans, and this is one way to do it. It's very positive. It's life-changing, not only for the veteran, but also for the recipients of the great food as well. And, again, uh, what what uh, Jordan talked about was that they're going to put together some taco street corn uh, this uh, 4th of July from 6 to 9 at Great Fogs Winery in Annapolis, Maryland. And uh, he also stated that if you contributed uh, $10, donate that. That will provide uh, a meal for a veteran. You put in $100, and you have a veteran cookware, and $1,000 helps the overall program itself. And then you also have some cor- corporate sponsors that you can bring in to get that very first food truck. And uh, then uh, this weekend, he, this is all done under the auspices of a mobile tailgate, which I think is also a great uh, platform in which to use. And uh, you're just doing some great things, Jordan, and uh, I don't know how you can do it, but you're four people in one. (laughs) You're doing some great things. And I'm very proud of you and proud to see what you're doing and and your outreach to communities to help strengthen them. So uh, you have a wonderful day, and I will ensure that I distribute this particular episode to as many people as I can. And I really want to drive people to your July 4th event again at Great Frogs Winery in Annapolis, Maryland from 6 to 9 p.m. And, Jordan, if you could provide your contact information as well so people can learn even more about you, your website and more.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Paul. This, is, this has been a blast. And uh, yeah, our, our website is letschow, org, And you can find all the links to our social media and our donate tab on there. And then if you'd like to email us to, to join, volunteer, collaborate, um, our email is Chow Nonprofit at gmail.com and uh, we're looking forward to, to speaking with people and uh, serving them some really good food and couldn't couldn't do any of this Paul without a very supportive wife and a, and a very supportive three-year-old daughter uh, so it's been yeah. uh, it's been a blast getting this off the ground but uh, you know it's uh, sure. it's exciting to start and I'd love to I'd love to meet some people here on uh, on this Saturday and on this holiday but uh, thanks again I really appreciate the time
1: I appreciate it as well. And again, as I state, I consider Jordan Foley to be a Renaissance man, and he is a girl dad. So he has one daughter, and he has another on the way. Him and his bride have another on the way. So congratulations to you for that as well. And I just want to thank you, and I'll ensure that as many people as possible can listen to this. Go out, make some donations on his website. Uh, that's at lesschow.org, and I'll provide even more information later. So, Jordan, you have a great day and continued excellence in all that you do, my friend. You're doing great work, and it's really appreciated by everyone. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you, Paul. Have a great day, and thanks again. It was awesome.
1: Same for you. Have a great day. And uh, Jordan Foley, he is the founder and CEO of Chow. And today, this episode was about his new nonprofit. It's a startup, and his mission is to help military veterans in the culinary field transition to business ownerships through the food truck and ultimately to owning a restaurant. But what a a tremendous individual. He's an active-duty naval officer, and he's also going through Georgetown Law School, and he's doing some wonderful things, and he's a family man, and he is really making a difference with veterans who are transitioning. And this culinary program that he has is is truly an idea whose time has come, considering COVID-19, and people can't really eat in restaurants like they used to. And so by going the method and route of the food truck and helping with entrepreneurship as well as leadership for veterans who are transitioning out, It's a recipe for success. So I want to thank everyone who is listening today. And uh, have your family members, your friends, and your colleagues listen to this episode here of Jordan Foley as he shared expertise on his Veterans Transition Company, Chow. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Wealthy Speaker Show. This is your host, Paul Lawrence Van saying to you, go out and make it a great day and take care. Have a wonderful week as well.
0: Thank you for tuning in, listening in, and connecting with host Paul Lawrence Van and his guests. Encourage your family, friends, and colleagues to tune in to another episode of The Wealthy Speaker Show with Paul Lawrence Van.